Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, baseball family. Here we go with our main segment this week. We're going to talk about our best and worst of 2021. Before we do that, Zip, you had something you wanted to talk I, about. Because the I, original I idea, the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original, so the original topic was, was a, uh, I guess, a dinner guest. Is that what I said? A dinner party? I had, to bring, I had to pick three people from the world of baseball, dead mm-hmm. or alive, managers, sports writers, players themselves, whatever, to yeah. bring to a dinner party. And I was going to just say it was going to be I would pick three Daryl Strawberries. <laughs> i was just trying to think of the the because the yeah the, the short it was originally it was daryl strawberry uh dwight gooden. Ruth, huh dwight gooden i yeah and i was i was stuck on the third one uh i was trying <laughs> to not only pick people who were from the simpson softball episode which <laughs> i think you guys could do an entire episode i don't know if you guys even follow the Simpsons. that might be a terrible idea for an episode but like how amazing that do you even know what i'm talking about the yes i do it looks fantastic yeah. yeah like you could do a whole episode just on that because yeah it, it was actually a huge undertaking to get all of them uh yeah, i'm sure it was. but anyway back on topic yeah so three that's Darryl a great idea <laughs> That's a great idea. I think we'll have to. Okay, so let's go into our best and worst of 2021. Zip, since you're the guest, I'll let you go first. Doesn't Should matter. Best, best or worst. worst. Doesn't matter. Whichever. Okay, one we'll you do want. best. I, I okay. think best uh, is Otani in general. Just kind of the highlight of the season was this this anomaly that's so rare. You literally, it's kind of like considered hack to compare people to Babe Ruth, but he's literally the only person that you could compare him to because it's just such a unique skill set. And as we, we even talked earlier about, like, the universal DH, like, there's not going to be another Otani. There's no – it's just not – I mean, do you think do you think Otani may change the course on that and more pitchers um, may try and bat to increase their net worth? Or do you think might. DH will just eliminate the concept at all? Uh, they might because the, the Angels actually signed Jared Lorenzen, who's a two-way player as well. Um, he And he's a tremendous athlete. Like, he's obviously not Otani or else we'd know more about who he is. But – I mean, mostly what he is is a physical specimen because the dude shredded first off. Like he's got like the Derek Dietrich body. Like the dude is just ripped. Um, and he's he's the one who was wearing the Vans cleats last year. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? I don't think so. But so, uh, but okay. anyway, he's he's a two way player as well. So, but he spent some time in the outfield last year, two years ago for this for the Reds. Uh, but he hits for them. He pitches for them. He does a good job. Obviously, like I said, he's no Otani, but I think we might actually see more of it. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying is it, it seems like it's either just going to go the way of the Dodo because of the way that the DH is going to go, or mm-hmm. he will spur this whole new generation. Because I don't know what's so exciting about it. Is it just the anomaly of a, of a, of a pitcher who's his own DH, you know? like Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Is that He's also the, got a great attitude. Uh, the best attitude. Like, you know, the dude just makes funny. baseball look so fun. You know, I'd yeah. say the only thing, and I don't want to, and I want to phrase this carefully because I don't want to have a Stephen A. Smith moment because I don't want to paint it as a flaw. I would say the only downside for us Westerners is that he caters to his Japanese fan base more than he seems to cater to Westerners. I don't and, know. 
and I can and, see and that's that. fine, and that's totally fine. Yeah. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's that's where he's from, you know. Mm-hmm. But I would yeah. say that'd be the only real downside to it is that he is, you know, he's Japanese. You know, he's going to cater yeah. to them. Well, before and before and Ichiro was the same way too. You know, yeah. Ichiro spoke fine English, but he still spoke through an interpreter, and he still catered to the Japanese fan base, which was fine. And actually, I think the Mariners liked it because it expanded the fan base internationally. I think the Angels like it because it expands their fan base internationally because, let's be honest, their fan base is about that big on a map, you know, because the <laughs> well, Dodgers. Also, like, just my dad, who's kind of fallen out of baseball over the last couple of years, literally started watching some again just to see that because he heard, I heard there's a pitcher who's going to, uh, it was uh, when he did the home run derby. He's like, I heard there's going to yeah. be a pitcher in the home run derby. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's. And he's legit. <laughs> he's legit. Unfortunately, he didn't do too hot in the home run derby, but right. still, I mean. But- yeah, but yeah, I, I'd say that was probably a a, a, a highlight of the season. Is, is just I would that, say so too. Now, do you think he's going to continue to do that, or do you think time's going to? I catch think up he with will, because um, he's been hampered by injuries. I mean, he's had Tommy John twice already. You know, like I think that's been the big thing is everybody is like, oh, he's a bust. He's got that. His elbows made of glass. You know, everything. Blah blah blah. But it's like what we saw this year is what everybody expected out of him. Yeah, and he's still young too. I mean, he's yes. only what twenty five. Yeah, he's like 25, 26. 26. He's still really young. He's got a long way to go. So, yeah, he's he does have a long road ahead, and I, I think we can continue to see what we saw this year. I don't know that he'll necessarily take a step back. I don't know he'll go a whole lot forward. Like, I don't see him breaking uh, Barry Bonds' a single-season record. But at the same time, maybe be the first guy in a while to hit 60. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be fun. That's the, you know. So. Now, what's your best moment from last year? So I have my best awkward moment is what I have. Your best so, awkward moment. Yes, my best awkward moment was when Javi Baez tricked for Pirates first baseman Will Craig into getting in a rundown between home and first base. Yes, that was so, that was <laughs> that was something. It's fantastic. Everybody's so, just screaming. Just touch first base. Exactly. You, so, for, so for anybody do. who doesn't know, the runner there's a runner on second base for the Cubs. So this is before Baez got traded. So the uh, Wilson Contreras is on second base for the Cubs, and Baez hits a hard ground ball to third baseman Eric Gonzalez for the Pirates. He throws the ball wide, like down the line at first base, and uh, Will Craig, the first baseman, instead of just touching the base, he goes and tries to, t- to tag Baez. Well, Baez having his head on him like he does because the dude's baseball IQ is through the roof. He's like, maybe I'll see if I can get him to tag me. Backs up, starts heading towards home. And Craig, instead of literally stopping where he's at, taking four steps behind him, touching first base with two freaking outs, Zip. There were two outs. He just just baited him into it. It was He he just chased him all the way home. Contreras scores. And then uh, I have it here. The catcher uh, was, what was his name? Um, Michael Perez has the ball and then he throws the ball he tries to lead like he's throwing a touchdown pass to adam frazier who's still with the pirates at the time uh is going to first base but he throws it behind him so the ball goes in right field Baez ended up on second base it's like, to be a to be a fly on the wall for the butt chewing that well, had to have followed that i i don't know do you know what happened to will craig after that i don't actually Within a week, he was designated for assignment. Ah, yes. And then he ended up, <laughs> yeah, he ended up in the KBO with the Kiwoom Heroes. Oh, so wow! Wow, very well be over because he tried wow. to get something. Have in that happen twice in a season to go to go from the majors to the minors, and then in the same season, the minors 
to Korean baseball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that about him. <laughs> I was just imagining because there's just is no subsection of men on this planet who get more angry than baseball managers. They're just the angriest people. I could not imagine. Angry. I'd rather die than have to go face my baseball manager after he screw up of that. Dude, caliber, I dealt I with mean. a high school coach who had an anger issue. I can't imagine what it's like to deal with a major league manager with anger issues like <laughs> That's I've watched, I'm surprised we've never had one just flatten out die, like <laughs> while yelling at an umpire. Like I, it was if it was gonna happen, it was gonna be Lupinella. Like that's if it was gonna happen, that's that's where it was gonna be. So I I, I love also just rip li- uh, lip reading during it. <laughs> well, and it's easy because they enunciate. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You can see every word. That's always what I th- I think that like as far as robo umps, I'm the only way I'm going to support a robot umpire is if they can wheel out a little robot for the manager to yell at. Just because it's you yelling at the robot's going to change the robot's mind just as much as what it's going to be. It's, it's going to be actually be better because they would have to have an umpire up in the box running the robot, and so you've got a guy stepping out yelling up to the press box, yelling at some guy who they can't see, some mystical. So figure. now he's like, yeah, he's like the man behind the curtain now. <laughs> yes, exactly, the mysterious guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. It might be better because then the whole stadium gets to hear it. <laughs> anyway, see, that these was... are the things about putting butts in seats. Because those are like I, I I hate I I would I'm a bit of a Joe Buck apologist, but I hate when he does things like when it was a fight. He's like, "That's disgraceful. Nobody wants to see that." Shut up, Joe Buck. I want to see. Everybody that. wants to. See I want to see that. Everybody in those audience wants to see those two men fight. That's the thing that's so funny is that like that like I I've gotten to the side where like you know we should be beyond throwing baseballs at each other, but at the same time I do love to see it. What I hate doing is explaining to my son why they do it. Why do they do yeah, that, Dad? I don't know. I don't know why they're. I don't know why they're doing it. Honestly, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, you know, I'm just if if there wasn't DHs, I'd be totally on board with them still hitting each other. It's like what's <laughs> now that the pitchers don't have to go and get their their head rocked in. You know, it yeah. seems like that's a pretty that's a great spot to be in. I know. Only I, know, I throw the balls at people. Yeah, exactly. no one throws anything at me. Yep. Anyway, and that's the problem I have with it too. Is that the pitchers don't have to answer to it? Yeah. Instead, it's the big contract, like the Bryce Harpers and the and the Machados have to answer to it. Anyway, all right, let's give so me worst um, thing of twenty twenty one. I think yeah, the worst, worst thing to happen in baseball in twenty twenty one is having all six of the MVP finalists not even make it to the postseason. That's I think that's one. probably the worst indication of the overall. I think it's showing this almost divide in the sport where it's like you can either have the all-star players and then and then your roster's a bunch of scrubs or you can spread the money around and have a roster that 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 plays into October and i think that's just a little disheartening cuz it just seems to be kind of the direction it's it's going mm-hmm. it is like, it's frustrating like Asani, uh, 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 excuse me otani like what a waste of potential for otani and mike trout to not be playing what a waste of october a year. baseball like what a waste of a year for otani like the fact that he yeah. went, he did all that, and they didn't even make the playoffs. The Mariners at least made the playoffs in '97 when Griffey won the MVP. I mean, yeah, but, it's, but yeah, I mean, and the problem with the Angels is that like they had Trout out for almost the entire year. Rendon was out for almost the entire year. They probably could have made the playoffs if those guys had been healthy, but you can't win with just one guy. But that's the problem that teams are having is that the Nationals had a fire sale, got rid of everybody, and now they only have Juan Soto. You know, so of course he's going to win the MVP. 
Yeah. But he's going to win at hitting solo home runs. You know, so. Yeah, if, it if, is if, a it was, if it was an individual effort thing, then the Angels would yeah. have made it to the World Series sometime in the last uh, oh, I know. The last if, time they would have, what, 2002? Yeah, 2002. Um, if, Sorry, kids with divorced dads. He's not coming back. <laughs> the Angels, if you if your if your dad left after they won in two thousand two, that doesn't count. You got to wait for them to win it again. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good reference. I like that. That's really good. I, I love uh, that movie because what a deadbeat dad. What a deadbeat dad to be like. Oh, I was, I just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's solid. I like that. All right. Okay, so my my worst, uh, my next worst is the worst day of the season. Now, uh, it wasn't, it's it's the final day of the season, and it's not necessarily because it's the season ending and I get sad and depressed and everything, you know, but it's because of the massive letdown in the American League. You had like a potential four-way tie, and then the Yankees and the Red Sox have to go win. And I think I proposed this to Brig. I said, you know what, Brig, we're going to talk about this on the podcast. We're going to have to get our, our tinfoil hats on. I don't have mine with me. Maybe I'll uh, put one on as a graphic. Anyway, it's like, I think what happened there is that MLB front office was like, Rob's not getting it. He doesn't understand how this whole thing works. We have to just let these guys win because we can't have a four-way tie because we, no matter how many times we explain it to him, he's not figuring it out. He doesn't know how it works. So if we just have the Yankees and Red Sox win, it all sorts itself out. It's really easy, and we'll just go from there. It'll be fine. Do you believe that? But it's that? such a letdown. I believe that wholeheartedly. <laughs> I just I get discouraged when people talk about everything needs to rotate around New York, Boston, and L.A. Because I'm like, then why don't they just have 10 teams 10 in teams each of there. those three cities and call yeah. it a day? Mm-hmm. So, yes. But, uh, yeah, my playoffs were a little bittersweet. Because uh, the Astros lost in the World Series, and I got COVID mm. during it. But oh, you did? Oh no! I we 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 all. It was actually it was me and my husband and Bob, who I do in our queue with. We all uh-huh. got it at the same time, and we all tested negative on the rapid tests. But uh-huh. we had every COVID symptom in the book, and yeah. no taste, no smell. I, I watched Game Four of the uh, when the Astros beat the White Sox. I thought it was, I was like in a coma, you know. I was like, <laughs> so it was a it, you know it was a bittersweet playoffs. Uh, but you know, I know everybody was happy to see the Astros lose. I got very old very quick. I'm you, sure you know. it did, yeah. But you know, it's I'm also a UT Longhorns fan, so anytime I try and go on any like Reddit college football thing, you're automatically <laughs> everybody hates you as well. Everybody's everybody's horns down on you. Everybody, you know, and I love it when people buy the horns down stuff because that money goes to UT because you got to pay for the logo. That's true. You're Even right. Even if it's upside down, you got to pay for it. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. you know, whatever the dorks. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it was. I to me, I just I felt like, you know, people acted like the the Astros going to the World Series and losing somehow made them look worse mm-hmm. than not making it to the World Series at all. And I kind of my problem with that would have been I have a feeling that they would have not given credence to the Astros regardless of what happened. Mm-hmm. So I got like if they won, they would have just said, well, you're cheaters. If you lost, they said, well, you this is what happens when you can't cheat, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like you got to move on eventually. And yeah. um, as long as Joe Kelly gets another suspension, I think <laughs> I think Major League Baseball's wounds can start to heal. <laughs> Joe Kelly is the people, by the way. But 
but no. And you know what though? Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I was cheering for the Braves just because I believe I don't believe in cheering for division rivals. Um, and you know, I was kind of like, you know what? The Astros played a great series against the Braves. But the Braves played great. I mean, what is there to be mad about? You can't it wasn't like away from the way the Braves. It wasn't like it. It wasn't like the Astros crapped the bed. It wasn't like the Braves did anything. It was just. It was a good series. And, you know, mm-hmm. the Braves, especially considering they completely replaced their entire outfield pretty much from scratch in what, July? Yeah. I mean, the whole At the trade just, deadline. Yeah. I mean, more kudos, you know, kudos yeah. to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, uh, you know, someday I'd like to see the Astros win at least one more World Series. So that way I don't have that always thinking, like, am I, am I never going to see it again? Is it going to be 80 years? Am I going to be dead in the grave? Are my yeah. grandchildren going to be listening to the Astros win the World Series over my grave? <laughs> with whatever with whatever device we listen to things now saying oh if only he could have been here but yeah <laughs> I, I know there's some days i feel like that as a mariners fan though that my son and his grandkids are going to be listening to the mariners win the world series like if only dad had stuck out another 50 years <laughs> you know <laughs> well it's like it's like with the cubs you know their giant streak and the red Sox with their giant streak it's yeah. like, like you guys weren't cursed you just sucked you know yeah. <laughs> Rather, way rather be cursed. Way rather be cursed. <laughs> Something to blame it on. But, all right. So you did. So I did my. I did my worst day. Give me. Give me your next best. Oh, next best. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to have two. I. I did have a couple second ones. Um. Okay. It was that there was no uh sustained stoppages from COVID. There mm, were a that couple is. series. Couple series canceled here and there, but they shuffled it around. They made it work, and uh. I think that was, you know, uh, I, I guess I wasn't really that confident they'd make it through the, the whole 162, you know, well, without having every, something Everybody happen. played 162 this year. Yeah. So, and they got close, though, a couple times. I remember there was, a, with the, was it the Mets? The Mets had one, some, I think. Yeah, the there Braves was a couple teams point. had some pretty serious outbreaks. So. But uh, I guess that'd be another perk since it's looking like we're going into maybe another season where we have to deal with this crap. I know. I hope that they can get it sorted out, get things figured out by the time the season starts so we don't have a baseball season like the NBA season and the NFL season because it's been bad. NFL, like, bad, NBA is unwatchable right now. Like, well, the it's, NBA, it's it's unwatchable for a couple. The NBA, the, it's, the, the players are tired. They're exhausted. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. It's all a bunch of dudes on 10-day contracts right yes. now. Like, Got it, Isaiah, it Isaiah Thomas question. back and... It, well, it makes you beg the question. It's like obviously they don't want to stop. They don't want to stop doing the games because they need the revenue. But who's going to go if it's a bunch of G League guys? Yeah. You know, at what point is it just better to cut your losses? But yeah, well, and and I think they, I think too, they don't want to push the season back too far like they did initially. They're they're you know, so like, desperate to just get it back on. Yeah, get it back, back on track. Seat. But so, yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, I really haven't even watched the NFL much this season. Uh, Watched a little bit, but I don't know. I I struggle with the NFL anyway these days, but it's probably just because the Seahawks stink, but whatever. And then I'm a Texans fan, so that's no reason for you to watch. No, (laughs) I might as well just go mow mow the grass, you know, or or something. You know, I'm gonna be just as just as hey, just use up three hours of my time and end up pissed off and disappointed, you know. Exactly, but you know, I All think right. that's a good. If you don't, oh, I'm sorry. What was your your? You had another. Uh, oh, you sorry. Know, another best. Okay, yeah. So I have my my absolute best, and this is a Mariners versus Astros moment. I'll, I'll warn you. Okay, um, that's, that's fair. I'm not gonna fly into a psychopathic <laughs> rage because somebody talked bad about my 
my sports team. I'm not a Dodgers fan, you know. <laughs> I'm not an animal. <laughs> so, so the one of the best things, like the absolute best moments for me this season. So we I talked earlier about how the Mariners traded Kendall Graveman to the Astros. It was during a series when the Astros were in Seattle. Yes. Well, the Mariners got back Abraham Toro, who apparently is a guy that Jerry Depoto's had his eye on for about three years. He's trying to pry him away from the Astros. And uh, later on, during yeah, the season, Toro comes up with the bases loaded against Kendall Graveman, and he hits a grand slam. And I was up in my living room. Yes, yes, the Mariners won the trade. <laughs> I remember, that moment. <laughs> I remember. I wasn't. I wasn't watching it, but I was. Doing the like on the on your phone where it's like the balls and strikes. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I the just game remember cast, thinking yeah. because it wasn't just you; it was other people that was like, <laughs> "I'm going to hear." I was like, "I'm going to hear about this." <laughs> yeah, that was that yeah, was I, a really exciting moment for me. Anytime the Mariners put up a crooked number against the Astros, first off, and second, the fact that it was the guy who everybody was like, "Oh, why'd they get rid of the closer?" Blah blah. blah. It's like, no, this guy's good. Like he's legit, and he goes and he does that. Against the guy they traded for him, it was awesome. It was it was really cool. It was a lot of fun to watch, and especially like I said, for a Mariners team that was supposed to not do really well and overcheat by a ton, um, that was a it was just a big moment for the team. It was it was really cool to see. It was a lot of fun to watch. So, so I, you know, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Something we can yeah. conclude on. What's the thing you're most looking forward to in 2022, the season? Hmm. Uh, the thing that I'm most looking forward to is I want the Mariners. I'm looking forward to the Mariners making the playoffs. I think it's going to happen this year. Well, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> that's, it's the same thing like when I talk about Otani because always in the back of my head where I'm like, ooh, well, that'd be at the detriment of my team yes. for him to be doing good. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's one of the things with, with that is that like he could have potentially come to Seattle. Uh, Jewel, who was on the last few weeks with me, he and I talk about it all the time. Like, man, like, if the Mariners had just been able to do that one last thing to get over the top to get him in Seattle, man, could be our guy. But what are you looking forward to the most this oh, season? Man. I guess, I guess it's it's just seeing. I guess it's it's exciting because it feels like a last hurrah because like we got Dusty Baker back, we got Verlander mm-hmm. back, we got you know, kind of the writing on the wall is a lot of these people are only going to stick around for another, you know, another go yeah. around. I'm, I'm I'm excited about that. I'm also excited for possible the, the the possibility of uh, a covid free or a, a, a season Reduced where we don't have to worry COVID. about covid yeah. i can tell you something i'm looking forward to is every year for my grandma's birthday we take her to an astros game and we haven't been able to do that during mm. covid so it'd be nice to do that again this july that'd be that'd be cool um, that's awesome i like that oh yeah she's a huge astros fan that's cool and uh that's really cool yeah and i i guess uh is, is the expanded playoffs possible? Would would that go into effect this year? I think it would. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I mean, they were able to through. they were able to get it in place during the COVID season, and that would be so cool. I love the playoffs. That I don't is, understand why people don't I like expanded shocked. playoffs. If here's a shocking statistic I heard, is that they that Major League Baseball from its broadcast deals makes so much money that they, they make the same. Generally speaking. They make the same amount of revenue during the postseason baseball that they do from the entire regular season. I believe it. And I thought that was shocking. You know, it tells yeah. you that there's maybe too much of one and not enough of the other or something, but maybe I don't know. But I mean, I know that the that the regular season deals are big, but maybe not big enough because there's 162 games spread across 30 teams. But at the same time, like playoffs so you- are a big deal. 
so you're you're at Arizona, right? Right. Yeah. So, so, but you're a Mariners fan. Do you, by any chance, I'm I'm curious how this works. So, if you get MLB Network because you're not in the market, you can just uh-huh. watch any Mariners game you want. Like this is Soviet Russia and everything's free. Yep. Because yeah. I live in I live close enough to Houston that I can't, and yeah. it just it, it enrages me because I'm like, take the money. I'm giving you money. Take it. Take it. Right. Yes. <laughs> like, and see, like that's I'm putting thing. it in like Manfred's pocket. Like take the. Yes, that's the, the money. So funny. So we lived in Western Idaho for a couple of years, and I didn't get to watch any Mariners games, like at all, because it's because it's just close enough to the. Yeah, it's in yeah. The, it's in the market, quote unquote. Now here, um, so yeah, I watch I watch the Mariners every day here, um, oh, and so then when they were actually in town, I went to two of the three games, and then on Sunday I was sitting around Sunday afternoon, I was like, oh, I'll turn the game on. And I was like, no, I won't. This is the one game I don't get to watch. They're literally 15 minutes down the road from my house. It's and I don't get to watch thing. it. It's so dumb. And then they turn around and go, why is nobody watching baseball? Why is yeah. nobody watching baseball? And I'm sitting here <laughs> pulling my freaking hair out. It's so annoying that the the town I live I live in a more rural part of Texas. But uh-huh. the town I live in, I can listen to Astros games on my radio, on the Art Heart Radio. But if I go to the town parallel to ours, which is only like 10 miles up the road, uh, that's close enough to Houston that you can't. It, the radio just says you're in an area that's you know. Wow, that's crazy. You know, it's that. It's like I, I live. My house is thankfully is that close to the border. I could do it. So as long as, as Manfred doesn't find out about me. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think you're safe here because I doubt he listens to us. Uh, he might get more than not more than five. Oh, he's not in, doing but... it, but he's got robots. And he does. <laughs> he's got cronies. Yeah, he does. You're right. But killed. The last that's actually the last thing I had was my last worst was I had the worst person, and it happened to be Rob Manfred. <laughs> <laughs> the worst so. person in baseball. Uh oh, Tony LaRusso for me. I hate oh, Tony LaRusso. I, I was so happy does. to see us knock him out of the playoffs. Yeah. I think everybody was. I think that the way I summed it up the best is he's so obsessed with people following the unwritten rules of baseball. And I say, well, you should follow the written rules of the road and not drive intoxicated. You Seriously, jerk. though. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like he drove a guy out of the league because he didn't follow the quote unquote unwritten rules of baseball. He just swung the bat. Who cares? Man. Yeah, that dude's the worst. Golly. Him and Rob Manfred, one, one A and one B. Man, that's a good one. That's a really good one. (laughs) Catch new episodes of the Baseball Together podcast every Tuesday.